Collective Awakening Podcast. Sharing truth and knowledge in this time of conscious awakening with Chris and Stephen. Hello friends and welcome to the Collective Awakening. We're live tonight or wherever you're listening to us, we welcome you into this space. Chris and Stephen of the Purple Mountain, absolute pleasure to welcome back once again our friend Max Reader uh, in the US and a great pleasure always to speak to Max. Uh, he's an energy healer and self-mastery coach and uh, as as always in the this work he's he's always moving forward so max an absolute pleasure to speak with you again thanks for connecting with us always a pleasure to connect guys what's going on today uh, yeah it's a it's a as i said before it's a busy time to be alive at the minute interesting mm-hmm. time on the earth plane so just before we get started just sort of what's been happening with you since we last spoke i'm just leveling up just getting more comfortable teaching people how to do what I'm doing. kind of more like I'm still helping people heal from whatever's going on with them, but I'm more shifting towards helping healers heal better and helping healers and health professionals break through where they're getting stuck so they can better help their clients. Um, It's really funny how like it doesn't matter what background someone has. um, Everyone can learn something new and, and level up their capabilities level up their connection with themselves and their people that they're helping yeah i think you make a really excellent point there max as well because ourselves myself and steven in this work that that importance of continuing doing the inner work mm-hmm. uh, especially if you're facilitating or opening space is <laughs> not only very responsible but so important it, it you, yeah. i don't feel you ever get to that stage where you're like well that's it well you i know, don't know i talked to i talked to some unfolded. people <laughs> I talked to some people who sound like they have everything figured out, so I don't know. Yeah, maybe. As we said before, ne- never say never. Yeah, never say never. But, no, I mean, like, but I mean, like when people will like reach out for healing, and then they'll be like, "Oh, actually, I, I've already, I'm already healed. Uh, I don't, I don't need to be talking to you. Never mind." Like, oh yeah, you know that kind of yeah. thing. Even though I, I'm working with like people that are 20, 30 years in the field and they still have stuff to learn, but you know, <laughs> yeah, no, I know exactly what, what you're talking about. And, uh, that's why I do feel certainly the people that are working with you or working with anybody that are healers or, uh, clairvoyants, mediums of, mm-hmm. of any kind, or in this work, it's so important to keep doing that work on yourself and reach out to other people. Are you comfortable to facilitate for you as well to yeah, hold right. space for you? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So really what I want to talk about tonight, Max, is something that is really relevant. And I feel it's very relevant, certainly to the last two to three years on the earth, what's unfolded and continues to unfold mm-hmm. is moving away individually from that victim state that I feel not only the system promotes the many systems in this world, but also that we can that many can find themselves stuck in and move into a place of empowerment and finding our healing path. Um, so I'd just like to hear your thoughts on that and, and the experiences you've had with some of your clients. Yeah, sure. I love that you said that the system wants us to be in that because it definitely, definitely does. And and a lot of the, the popular points of view that you'll see promoted by controlled talking heads and influences 
you know, celebrities and, and politicians and whatever, uh, they're, they're promote very much like a victim orientation of, of thinking. And it's kind of sneaky. It's not, obviously they're not overtly saying you're a victim and whatever, but what they want is for people to be disconnected from themselves and dependent on authorities and centralized supply networks, whether that's like medicine or getting their food or whatever. Um, but yeah, they, it's very much like globally, there's this effort to push us into this mass victim consciousness. And you have things like, if you look at what happened in China in the nineties, um, where, you know, it's like 98, 99 Qigong hit its peak in China. And there were hundreds of millions of people practicing Qigong in China, you know, everywhere people were developing special abilities and, um, he obviously healing whatever diseases they were plagued with, but there was this mass movement of, of self-empowerment and healing. And so this departure from victim consciousness, and then what happens, the, the CCP decides it needs to crack down because the people are getting too, the people are, are, are getting too self-realized, you know, they're getting too powerful. They're starting to realize too much about the power that they could tap into. And so they start cracking down on it. They start putting people in prison. They even started killing people. It's pretty well known now about Falun Gong or Falun Dafa, uh, how they, they imprisoned or killed many of the leaders of, of that movement. It wasn't just that, though. It was other, other disciplines of Qigong as well. Other even spiritual movements were, were squashed because it was empowering people. So there's what I see is this mass uh push by the controllers of the world to program us to be victims and then also this mass push back by the people of the world realizing like oh no wait we don't have to be victims we can actually trust intuition and trust things that our bodies are telling us you know why is it that home remedies of 100 years ago are so effective and today you can go to the doctor multiple times without even starting to make a dent in your illness <laughs> mm. Absolutely true. And um, a lot of people um, say our, our generations before that, even myself and uh, Stephen know, uh, that they're saying often to us when we're looking at natural remedies. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got like weird, obscure stuff like putting a stake on your eye or whatever, but it works really, really well. <laughs> yeah. Or, or yeah. Stephen. Um, you put a lot out there with those when they were suffering colds and flus with the onion. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well. It's, yeah. it's, it's a massive, it's, it's one of the, it's, I call it the humble onion and I did a, a little uh, 20 minute video because so many people are suffering from earache and, and I say to people as well in our health and wellbeing clinic, don't, you don't have to suffer. People don't, people suffer unnecessarily and you use, um, things like the onion to help with ear infection. You put it on your ear, and you can see results within the first two three hours. It's it's. I say the proof is in the wow. pudding. Try it yourself. Do it. Medication, man-made pharmaceutical company medication, only masks the problem, it, and it really does. It keeps you in a lower state. Hmm. Natural <laughs> natural herbs and fruits and spices and roots. We call them, they are served. They're here to serve humanity. Let them serve us. They're amazing. Mm. Amazing. When you get into the herbal side, you know, what you can learn and how it can heal the body. Yeah, it's it's really kind of a crime against humanity that this stuff is even called alternative when it should be the primary. 
<laughs> you know, but it, so you cut an onion in half and put it to your ear. Is that how that works? Yeah, I'll send I'll send you the link because it's yeah, it's cool. something that um, I'm very very passionate about. You know, little remedies. Yeah, you know, you can actually get an onion and and mix it in with honey, and you can keep it in the fridge for about eight or nine months, and you can use it as a cough medicine. You can use it for children. You can put wow. a hot poultice. You know, heat the onion up, fresh onion, wrap it up put it on your throat, or put it on your ear, and it pulls out the infection. You know what an onion does when you cut it? It makes your eye water, it makes your nose run. And that's what it does. It draws out the infection. This is why little things like never never leave a cut onion in, mm -hmm. in your fridge because it absorbs negative energy. But when you move into a new house, because you're probably into Feng Shui and Qigong, you know, oh, yeah. energy, Max. You know, you, you, you want to check out how good an energy is in your room. Cut an onion in half or leave an, a lemon at the side of in your room to see where the strongest energy centers are in your room. And if it goes moldy, huh? if the lemon or the onion goes moldy, it means it's bad energy. And if it dries up, it's okay. So there's a lot of techniques you can use. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, the onions are super popular for a lot of reasons right now too. Like people are using, guys are using them to increase their testosterone, eating more onions. Um, I know that it's being used a lot, like people are putting it around their beds to purify the room. I mean, I think that onions can even neutralize uh, radioactive like particle emissions. Like I, I think that onions, um, there was some major event, I don't know what meltdown it was, but they used onions to neutralize the aftermath of the, the radioactive fallout, which is insane. And uh, you can buy it at the store for however many currencies you guys use. <laughs> yeah, about, you could get one for like 50 pence. And uh, you yeah, know, I knew it was one of those words, pence, quid, whatever it is. Yeah, can I just, I, like I just want to, I just want to ask you a quick question there, Max. Because while we're on the not talk about the onion here for a minute, but yeah, sorry. As, well. as as because I found it so interesting before Max when you were talking about the importance as healers, uh, as whoever you are when you work in this kind of field, to continue to work on yourself. The, the sometimes there is an arrogant view out there in the world to say, well, that's it. Now I'm a Reiki master or. I'm the Qigong master. That's it. I don't need to learn. And I, I roll my eyes when I hear that. Yeah, and, and I don't uh, mean to. You don't judge. But and, and I feel it's really healthy. Anybody watching to you or there's always something else to learn. Yeah. And what we don't heal, we transmute. So really, my question to you, and I fell into a trap of this, me and Chris did when, before we really start working on ourselves, is mm. I feel as facilitators and as healers, we sometimes want people to rebook, don't we? We want people to rebook. However, we want to come to the stage where we don't want clients to come back. We want yeah. them to be healed. But there is this system, even in the gym, you know, when you go to the gym or you go to massage, book, rebook, rebook. Re so there is that balance that needs to happen because we want people to heal themselves. We don't want them to come back, do we, in, in a way? That can be the toxic side. Right. Of, of, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what's your question? Well, the, the question really is um, that I think as healers, sometimes we can create an attachment and dependent on our, on our clientele and our, uh, to our clients that come to see us. And really what we want to happen is we want to empower that client 
to heal themselves so they don't have to come back. But you go to a lot of places, a lot of healers that have not healed themselves, yeah, that really got like a fish hook that keep hooking them back. And we don't want that, do we really? Well, I think yes. And also it can take some time to get to a place where you're fully self-sufficient. You know what I mean? Like there's some, some people I work with them and they they've, they've cleared, you know, the stuff that they came to me to see, like whether it's diabetes or, or, you know, autoimmune diseases or whatever. And they, they, they hired me to help them clear that. And now it's cleared and now they understand like how to live in this state, but they also want to go to the next level. So we'll keep working together. Right. It's like, I, I pay for coaching for the same reason, because I always want to be growing. Um, and there's, it's, I, I see what you're saying. And it's kind of like, it's kind of like a dichotomy because on one hand, you want to equip them to heal themselves fully. But on the other, when you stop learning from someone else and you take, take things into your own hands, you can kind of like, you can kind of regress. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. So we, yeah. I mean, what I teach is self master. I teach you how to be your own healer. Right. And that's the whole idea. Um, and the more that you're around people that are cultivating themselves and working on their healing energy, the more that the easier it is for you to rise to a higher frequency. Yeah. So part definitely. of it is like, yes, being self-sufficient, sufficient, but also there's a lot of like, I'll just say there's a lot of low vibe people in the world, right? Lots of people that, that stay in the victim orientation. They stay in, in whatever it is, whether it's like with their health or whether it's with money. I mean, I mean, on a daily basis, I'm triggering people on one of those topics. Um, and it's, it's good to be, it's helpful to be in a tribe, to be around people that are going to help you to, to raise, you know, the, the standards in your life. Like what's happened, especially like you said, what's new, like I've been meeting a lot more wealthy healers, like people that live life on another level of ease and abundance that most people don't even think is possible because it's just the, the embodiment of the frequency. So yes, you want to be able to be, you know, as healers, we want to work ourselves out of business. We want to be like, teach, teach everyone to be self-sufficient and well-equipped. Yeah. And then for the people that are the most ambitious, they might want to continue a sustaining relationship for a period of time so that they can osmose as much as possible. You know what I mean? Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And, and what, what I'd say is uh, what I've found in my experience is perhaps you'll work with one specific uh, person, you know, it could be uh, a self-healing coach, what, whatever work that is for a period of time. And that might, you, you've sort of come as far as you can with that. And then you move on to, to something else or there's somebody else perhaps that can, to, can add to that. Uh, I'll give you something else that you yeah, need. Yeah, sure. It's it's yeah. always good to, to have new points of view and uh, deal with things from different angles. Because a lot of where people get stuck to, especially, well, everybody gets stuck here. But I would say especially spiritual people, because spiritual people like kind of have an ego about not having an ego. Yeah. <laughs> um, when you get stuck in a fixed point of view, you can't really grow from there you get stuck there and actually you start aging a lot faster when you, when your fixed point of view, rather than 
open to different points of view. And that's not saying like not having standards, not having morals, but it's about not having an internal rigidness, an internal stiffness, because that's one thing that creates tension and dysfunction and can make you a victim in situations where you don't need to be. Yeah. And what, what, what we found is there's a certain level in what we'd call respectfully the new age movement. I don't know if you use that term, uh, in the US, or you've heard that before, um, that can be a bit of a toxic side. Yeah. Where we, we start to use that language, oh, well, I, well, I've done everything I need to do. And uh, we actually, myself and Stephen, uh, we mentioned it before we went live tonight, we're doing a course at the moment. And it gave us a little bit of reassurance in a way, because we watched this course, which is based in the US. And the person that was facilitating this course, yeah had to deal with people that were like this that were for lack of a better word they were acting up and wow. me and steven looked at each other and went yeah so this is sort of it's you know this can happen this is this is what's happening a bit where uh it's like we can't just listen and go with something we have to try and get above it for some reason it's a bit of an ego thing does that make sense yeah so there is that fa faction but what what i want to get to a little bit here is language when we talk about energy and the language we use which myself and steven are starting to become so aware of this at the moment you know if you say you can't then you won't if you say it's going to be hard then it will always be hard yeah so i don't know if you experience that with some of your clients or what your thoughts are there max well what comes up for me when you say that is um we're quantum computers right we kind of we kind of don't give ourselves enough credit. We just think of ourselves as like this, like kind of low grade organic robot uh, that doesn't have super fast processing capability that doesn't have super great memory, but we're quantum computers and we're shaping quantum fields of information all the time with our observation and beliefs. Yeah. And so this is like going back to like, if you get attached to a fixed point of view, then you're stuck in that quantum field where you're playing by those rules all the time. So if I'm using my doctor's quantum field of information, which is, oh, this is incurable. There's nothing I can do about this. I got to take the meds. Then the only realm of possibility that I'm operating in and that my consciousness is generating around me is I have to play by the rules of the, what the doctor says. There's, this is only going to get worse and worse. And that becomes very real. And it's not that it's like you're imagining it. It's, it's legitimately real because you're collapsing an infinite wave function into a definite certainty that's actually taking taking place uh, according to your expectations, basically. So basically you, as well. Sorry, Max, I think yeah, 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 you made an excellent. You, you, no, you made an excellent point there because, again, it's the matrix, the system that is in place, which you talk about doctors, they are part of the matrix system that keeps us interlocked keep us in the mind to really say what like you said we love these low frequency beings and actually we're not we're powerful beings of love and light and actually when we are in our power the body the body can heal itself it's it's the false illusions the uh, the false belief systems that we give our power to that we feed off keeps us on that low frequency, like yeah. go to doctors to say, 
and 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 really it's the power of the mind is getting us away from cutting away those false belief systems those illusions and allowing the body to heal itself we you know yeah. the body is is amazing the body the physical body is amazing we're not this weak <laughs> species we are powerful beings of light and love and it can heal itself without the interference, giving our power away. And again, mm -hmm. it's very difficult to try to empower other people to think and feel that same way. Very mm -hmm. difficult or can be very difficult. You know what it feels like? It feels like we're, we're born into these bodies. We're born into basically a video game where the highest levels of potential and ability are all unlockable. But we're not told that. We have to kind of just slowly figure that out to slowly yeah, figure out that like you're actually the admin of the <laughs> server in a way and you can connect with everything. I mean, you know, I've had, I've had experiences like working with my brother. Uh, he had this like scarcity consciousness and sorry if I've told you guys this story, this happened about last year, but like he, there was just like this poverty energy in his house. And I went in there and I instantly felt it. I was like, Oh my gosh, the words that I kept hearing were just not enough, not enough, not enough. So there was this information imprinted in the space of not enough. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money, whatever. And so we worked with him to clear it. And he said he felt like, like his arms were like going to explode, like all this energy just like rushing through his arms. And it was this crazy strong feeling. And shortly after that, his computer had been water damaged for a week and a half. Okay. So it had been completely out of commission. Like motherboard was fried because they spilled a glass of water on it. It was not turning on. We cleared the information in the space that there was never enough, never enough. And the computer turned itself on and booted up completely. This was like, how do you explain that? How do you explain that you like reverse a water damaged motherboard with freaking energy <laughs> with your mind? Like, <laughs> you know, we just live in a simulation where everything's unlockable and we just need to unplug from the, those, those quantum information fields that are given to us by limiting sources so that we can allow ourselves to live a more expansive life of infinite possibility. I mean, yeah, we are, absolutely. we are, we are, we are also what, uh, what we resonate. So if, if, if your brother or anybody believes there's something within them that they aren't worthy or there's a scarcity, that's what you're going to right. mirror. That's what you're going to attract. Right. And you, you, you know, people talk about manifestation and I talk about this all the time, Manif manifesting, and visualizing is a powerful gift that we've all got as as creators. You, but you, but we can't be something that we're not. You know, if you don't really, if you've attached yourself to a false belief system, then no matter what you're going to manifest, you're going to always resonate that frequency out to the universe. If you don't really believe it, you're going to attract that, and that's why people attract the wrong relationships. That's why people are poor. Because they they will resonate that frequency out to the universe, and that's all they're going to attract. So if yeah. you change your re if you change your resonance, your vibration, you're going to attract wealth and abundance to you. If that's what something that you want to attract, and yeah, it's so simple when it's how they change though. These people yes. because they can't get out of the they can't get out of the victim thing, and that's kind of the topic for today. Is like how do we shift yeah. out of that victim that victim uh, configuration that victim polarity where everything is happening to you or everything's happening for you more like you're creating everything. Um, and that's kind of one of the, the pitfalls of like 
the new age movement or whatever, like where people will like, they'll just kind of like this toxic positivity that doesn't really work. <laughs> and, and you just like, you know, if, if I'm saying like, maybe I want to improve my vision, just a lot of people follow me. They, they follow me for that. I want to improve my vision. And so I, I just tell myself, I see completely clearly. I see, I see crystal clear. My vision is perfect. I see crystal clear and like, okay, well you can say that, but if you're not fully believing it, or if there's not some, if there's still uh, something underneath that doesn't allow you to fully shift into that new frequency, then it's not really going to do much. The same with like trying to, oh, I don't want to attract narcissists anymore for my dating life. So I'm just going to say like, I just attract people that are, that have my best interest in mind. And I attract people that can hold space for me or whatever, but okay. You can say the affirmations, but if you're not neutralizing that emotional charge that you're holding towards narcissists, you're going to still be a victim of narcissists. So this is how we shift out of the victim mindset is we have to neutralize the emotional charges and really be okay with connecting with everything. It doesn't mean that somebody's story has to be your story, but you need to be able to experience anything without going into, you know, this like contraction victim orientation. Cause that invites you to be victimized. I see it all the time with cops. I've been pulled over four or five times in the last few years and never been given tickets. I used to get tickets all the time. People would say it's cause I'm white. My brother gets a ticket every time he gets pulled over. So it's not, it has nothing to do with that. It's the energy and the energy that I, that I give off cops just Spots see me on. as a friend. They just see me as a non-threatening person that they don't want to give a ticket to, even if I'm in the wrong. <laughs> so, so like it, it, it's about, do you, how, are you a victim to it? Are you, are you resisting the experience? Cause if you're in resistance, even on a small, tiny, subtle level, you're going to magnetize undesirable experiences. So yeah, go ahead. Yeah, just um, I, I, th I think you made a really good point there in something I discovered sort of on my personal healing journey or when I went into my deep healing journey is it is more than just saying it. It's something inside. Like I could say, I'm going to let go. I want to let go. But it's something yeah. more than that. That's yeah. what I found. It's something more. It's got to be come from within really deep. Yeah, I am. Yeah. You, you know what it is if you wanted to just sum it all up, like for people that are trying to shift out of a victim pattern or they're trying to, you know, there's something in their life that they want to change and it's not changing. Um, it's very simple how you change it. And it's being fully okay with the feeling. Because as long yeah. as you're fighting, you're at odds with yourself. So it's like, if my worst fear is that I'm going to go broke and lose everything, then I need to be fully okay with going broke and losing everything. One of my clients who just healed all traces of ovarian cancer from her body. How did we clear it? We went into fully being okay with getting cancer and dying an agonizing death. Like that's pretty, that's pretty big. It's, it's kind of scary for people. People don't want to go that deep, but yeah, it's not super comfortable to fully accept the feeling, but if you want to create change and if you want to be aligned with creator consciousness rather than creature consciousness, you need to be fully okay with holding space for any feeling. And that's how you shift from vict from victim into hero or creator. Yeah, I like I like that. It, it, and it's something that came up in a reading of mine not long ago. I had a reading with an, an angelic reading, and she talked about you know the technique just sitting. It, it as, as human beings, we seem to try to run away 
yeah from or we taught to run away from any kind of feeling and actually it's just it and sometimes i've done the this the past couple of weeks in my meditations when something very traumatic came up that happened to me and chris a couple of years ago that i'm still trying to deal with emotionally and and i try to sort of shut it out and because it just feel when things come up so traumatic, you think you're going to die. It's this feeling, oh my God. And then this panic sets in. And actually what she was saying, and I practice this and I feel it's absolutely amazing. It's just to, in your meditation, allow that feeling to come in, give it a voice, sit with it. And it will, and within about half an hour, it just left. It made me feel so sick. And mm. but I had, but I felt I had to sit with it, give it a mm. voice because the more I was trying to suppress it, the more it comes up later on. And it's okay, don't run away from it. Sit with the energy, sit with that awareness. So that's absolutely amazing that you just mentioned that because it's just something that I've been practicing these past few yeah. weeks. It's so simple, right? Simple yeah. practices, and it costs nothing. Do it. Right. It's amazing. See the results. And this is, this is how you can have people with chronic illnesses, decades long illnesses, change it in an hour or less because they just sit with what's there that they've been trying to run from or not feel for, for so many years because nobody tells us like, oh, hey, that thing you don't want to feel, you're supposed to feel that. Like, that's okay. Go in, <laughs> go in. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's a, it, I feel it's all part of a huge thing that's unfolding on the earth. What it's sort of, in a way, our collective mission is to retrieve our sovereignty mm -hmm. and, our, mm -hmm. and our power that's been given away um, to whether that's, you know, you want to talk about governments or who, whoever. It, you know, there's so many systems, whether it's somebody on the television telling you who you should be. And, and, and a point I want to bring up is what something you mentioned earlier. Now, I've seen this with um, people we've worked with as well, where when doctors can put a name on an illness and people who were okay before and as soon as they're given that label they actually sink and start to become that label yeah as well and that that is the power of what can happen but to me the good thing about that is there is an opposite to it where we can create something entirely different mm -hmm. yeah. yeah for everything for everything not just health like i have I'm giving a workshop in a couple of weeks with um, a millionaire I met in Ibiza and she's just, um, she makes millions of dollars. She's like 27 years old and she just, she coaches people. She helps people heal from stuff and she just embodies this frequency of receiving. She believes that it's possible for money to be easy. Now that's not a popular point of view. Most people will, I, I've actually had people, um, going in on me and like being extremely aggressive towards me because I said money can be easy <laughs> because it's like you scammer, you scam artist. You're trying to take advantage of people. Like money's supposed to be hard. You're only supposed to have money with hard work. Like that's how people feel about money. That's how a lot of people, most of the collective probably it's supposed to be hard, but she has this different point of view. Like no money can be easy. And she doesn't do any of the traditional stuff you're supposed to do to market yourself. She just posts Instagram stories. She has about 2000 followers and people basically find her and beg her to work with her. And they pay her thousands of dollars every month to work with her. And it's, she operates from the belief that everything can be easy and she truly embodies it. And so her life reflects that. 
And so it's what you want to align with, you know, like if you want to align with like, oh, I need, I need this supplement or these pills to be healthy, then okay, that's, you're right. You know, if you want to believe something different, you'll be right about that too. (laughs) Yeah, totally. So, so in terms of sort of the, the clients you have worked with and work with, if somebody comes to you and they're really sort of deep in that victim state, or maybe you could give us some examples what where would you start with that that client where would you begin where would your say advisement be in their own time things that they can do uh, to, to help them assist them yeah. in shifting from that or begin to shift yeah simple it starts with getting relaxed it starts yeah. with relaxing the tension in the musculoskeletal system in the emotional body in the nervous system um in the mind and you want to get deeply relaxed you know like it's the same the same way that hypnotherapists will trigger massive changes in their clients like they get them into a relaxed suggestible state so that they can now make edits to their software um you need to get relaxed first and when you're in a victim mode typically you're not very relaxed because you're like oh i'm gonna die You know, whether it's like, I'm going to die because I'm going to be broke or I'm going to die because I'm going to get sick or like, I don't want someone that I love to to get hurt or, you know, whatever. It's not a very relaxed state to be a victim. Victims aren't really, they they don't have a lot of chill, you know? So the first step is getting really, really relaxed. And what that allows is for you to be more present in the body, for you to stop running from what's here and for the nervous system to present buried blocks and information that needs to be released because it's not serving. Um, Where we get stuck is when people don't want to come out of their, their like fear pattern or anxiety pattern or whatever, like, you know, the type of person that might search WebMD for all the symptoms and try to get ahead of that. And they're like, Oh my God, I have this and this and that. And kind of like the hypochondriac uh, type of mentality. You know, when someone wants to stay in that, they're not really willing to receive. So it's, I can't really do anything with that person, right? They need to be able to relax and be like, be okay with whatever so that they can change. But if you can't relax to the point of letting go of your resistance, then you're not really relaxing. And so you're not in this adaptable, moldable state where you can make a change. So first, the first step is really getting them really relaxed, getting them present in the body, getting them to, uh, helping them to accept and, and invite whatever they're trying to push away. And it's, it sounds so stupid, simple, but I mean, that's how all my clients are healing everything. In, in many ways, it, well, it, these things are simple. It's, it's, this is why it's, simple, yeah. it's, it's, it's open to all. And, and it's interesting what you say about relaxing Max, because it, it comes to mind that um, a lot of people who visit the Purple Mountain and if they have a healing treatment or they might have crystal healing, sound healing, and they're walking out, oh, I feel so groggy. I feel, and because actually they've forgotten what real relaxation is to be truly relaxed. It's almost accepting a state where we, we feel it. Oh, I'm, I am chilled. I'm chilled. But we, we're holding that tension. Yeah. 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 So really Definitely. letting That's go and going, oh, that's a good I point. Yeah. Cause like people that people that would be listening to this might say like, Oh no, I can relax. Or you might sit in a, in a meditation for 10, 30 minutes, 
maybe even hours, but you're not going to get as relaxed as you would if you found that little thing your mind's holding on to that is keeping you safe. Yeah. And that's, that's where people get in trouble where they, they, they don't, it's like they, Oh, I can do it myself. And then I check back in three months, like, Hey, how's that healing going? Like, Oh, same place, still in the same place or worse because you're not going deep enough. And that's, that's like when people are stuck in, because this is another really common thing in their, in their healing, they'll get stuck. Oh, I've tried everything. I've tried all the healers and doctors and holistic people and, yeah. and I'm still stuck and won't change. Okay. So there's, there's two things, two possibilities. Um, one, you're not going deep enough to actually increase your awareness where you can make a change. And part of that going deep is relaxing and, you know, going to a deeper level of awareness. So you either don't have enough awareness or you don't want to change some part of you on a subconscious level is grabbing on to a suffering pattern because you're getting some kind of subconscious value out of it. You know, like uh, my diabetes client, she doesn't have diabetes anymore, but one of the things she was telling me was like, this is so hard now because I don't have anything to complain about anymore. Like I have more than enough energy. My body doesn't hurt. Like it's so hard to not have something to complain about all the time. And cause that's what, that's the pattern she was in for like 17 years. Yeah. Right. So like it's, there's either, there's not enough awareness or you're not holding on or you're, you're, you're not, you're, you're holding on to something where you can't receive, because if you can't let go of something, you can't let go of old information. You can't receive new information. Harvard scientists uh, back in January just successfully reversed the age of mice. Um, because they reprogrammed the DNA. And essentially what they did is the cells lost their memory of the trauma, the experience of getting old. The cells lost the memory and now they were basically empty and they could receive new information. Literally, that was the secret to reversing the age in these mice. And we can do that obviously on a quantum level when we, when we connect with our bodies and, and talk to ourselves. So where are you holding on to an old story that you can't let go of because bad things will happen to you because you, you won't know what's up or down because um, you'll be crazy, whatever, you know, what are you holding on to that you're not letting go of so that you can receive something new? Yeah. And I think that dialogue of self-inquiry is really important and essential. Um, and, and as long as there's that willingness, I always like to say it doesn't matter if it's a crawl, a walk, or a run. As long as you're willing, you're going right. to get there. Yeah, absolutely. That that is the key. That is the key. As long as that willingness is there, you can change. Yeah. So, Stephen, have you got any questions? Mm. I just <laughs> find it all just so it's so fascinating and to just listening and and sharing so nourishing. Listening to that same teachings that we 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 try to instill a lot of our clients here at the Purple Mountain, it, I just feel, um, you know, that self healing empowering other people to realize that you know it comes down to choice, it comes down to free will. That's what it comes down to, and it's one of the first questions I always ask clients: is mm -hmm. number one, do you want do you want to get better? Because when it comes to a lot of people that don't want to, and that's okay, you can't, you know, it's not my job to, to judge people because we've yeah. all been there. And really, that's what it comes down to, and really try to empower people to see you have a choice. You have free will. You don't have to, 
you don't have to stay you don't have to identify by that illness that you hold and it's and it, and you can see i mean i don't know max do you sometimes deal with clients that are generally very t- too stuck they are so stuck in their identity that they aren't ready and i get that sometimes where i feel like you need i don't feel that you're ready to take that step i think yeah. they are so enclosed in 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 that state that sort of victim state that's the only way you can sort of say isn't it? it's victim state that they are so enclosed yeah, it can in be sneaky though state. like most victims don't think they're victims <laughs> yeah you know and it it, it it takes maybe somebody that's not a victim to see like okay you're actually a victim <laughs> and then they don't like hearing that <laughs> but like <laughs> <laughs> nobody likes being called a victim but yeah it's it could be it happens less often now uh I really try not to take somebody on if I don't feel like they're ready to change, you know? And so like when I'm on the call with them, like I'll ask them things like that. Like, you know, do you, do you believe your healing is possible? Are you ready to get uncomfortable yeah. on a level that yeah. you haven't done before? You know, are you ready to be wrong? <laughs> That's a and good it's not because I'm right. Okay. All I do is present points of view and if it's triggering, then, okay, we need to clear it. And, uh, if it's not, then we'll move on and go to the next thing. But you kind of have to be, if you don't like where you are in life, you kind of have to be willing to be wrong so that you can receive new information, you know? <laughs> people do that often, yeah. unfortunately, Max. They romanticize, people romanticize the healing journey. And, and you know, going back to the point you made earlier on about sitting, it's okay to sit with things that do does make you uncomfortable and you know, we, we you know, us as as healers, we were talking from a place of experience because we 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 have been there, we've experienced that uncomfortableness. It's people would look at us and say, Oh, look, you know, you're sitting on this wonderful platform. While we've experienced that ourselves, it's not it, it can't it doesn't have to be hard. Again, mm. you changing the language, it doesn't have to be a just surrender. Let go, sit with what you're feeling, it will make you uncomfortable. Of course it will. However, it's that saying, do you want my one of our greatest sayings here at the Perfect Mountain is if you don't want to heal yourself, well, then enjoy your suffering. Enjoy your suffering then. And people go, you can't say that. Well, enjoy your suffering. And then they're like, oh, no, I don't want to suffer. Actually, I want to be healed. Then, you know, it's putting the mirror, putting the mirror up, not of Mm. judgment, but look, look at yourself in the mirror. Change Mm. if you want. Mm -hmm. You don't have to suffer. It's again that victim state. People think they're so used to suffering that they think that's their belief system that suffering's the only way. And that's why when Chris said when people come for healing, people forget how to relax, to find inner peace. You can feel like that every day if you want to. Mm-hmm. But but people choose not to. They choose to go back into that that cycle, that karmic wheel of passiveness, mm-hmm. submissiveness, of, of victimness, and yeah. people don't have to. And another another way of kind of looking at the victim orientation is it's going into separation. If you think about like love versus fear, okay, love was like unity and connection. You know, it doesn't matter who or what it is. It's like if 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 the love of God is shining upon an organism. Like there's no judgment there. Right. It's just, 
It's just holding space and, and having love. And then if we go into fear, it's, it's the opposite, really. It's like, oh, it's this thing is against me. This thing is a threat to me. This thing is different than me. And it's, a, and it's working against me. And so that's kind of another way of looking at like uh, the, the hero or the, the aggressor or whatever you want to look, whatever you want to call it versus the victim mentality. It's going into unity consciousness on one end or going into separation. And with separation, you have friction and you have uh, all of these hardship experiences. And, you know, it's, it's useful to have those experiences to remind you that you can go into the unity and that you can hold love. But when people don't want to change is when uh, they get stuck. And, and, and I say the same thing, you know, the, pe the people enjoy suffering because they continue to choose it. Mm. They don't, they don't have a full expanded awareness maybe of, of how they're choosing it, but they continue to choose it. You know, no one is in this place where they're, they, they don't have free will. Everyone has free will. And maybe you don't know how to dig yourself out of that hole and that's cool. So, so start calling in, uh, teachers and, and life lessons and things to help you out of that. And then, and it'll happen for you. You'll start magnetizing these things. But if you, if you fully decide within yourself that you're not going to choose suffering anymore, then you don't have to. And it starts with how you react because every thought creates tension and the more tension accumulates, the more you're going to be in suffering. Do you not think as well, Max, it, you, you, you're talking about love, which we've not really mentioned, really, and it might actually be the core of everything, really, is where we talk about reconnection and uh, connection to self, higher self, where, whereas the healers, we try to empower people. We talk about self-mastery, self-healing, empowering people to look at self, that really if people sort of loved self more, when we talk about unity, the, the 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 shade and the light, you know, the whole self, the good, the bad and the ugly, mm -hmm. that I feel maybe loving self, more self-love is maybe the key or part of the issue. Because if you loved yourself, you wouldn't hurt yourself. You wouldn't suffer, would you, if, if you love self? So maybe the love side yeah. is maybe the key to maybe helping guiding empowering people to maybe look after themselves a little bit better and somewhere there has we talk about connection maybe there has been a disconnection somewhere from childhood maybe a bad a bad relationship with mother or father yeah, often sure. comes to childhood where that lack of self-love comes then spirals into yeah. later on in life where self-sabotage you know hurting yourself and then that disease that emotion is then manifested in the body and and really uh yeah i'm waffling here i'm waffling <laughs> no yeah i think that i think you're onto something and that and that makes you like kind of like you don't have a foundation and you can be really afflicted by life situations easily for example like somebody decides to be an asshole to you in the street and they're like because you don't have this strong foundation of self-love you take it personally and you take their pain rather than recognizing they're coming from a place of lack and pain in themselves. Um, and it's easy to get into like, get involved in the drama, uh, you know, back and forth between having like a, a kerfuffle uh, between you and someone. Uh, whereas if you have that, that strong foundation of, of self-love and you, you have this confidence, you have this natural synchronization that happens in your body. Like I was just thinking, 
the other day or today, i just like went and bought a sandwich and I, and I'm, whenever I go into places, I'm like dancing and I, and I try to make people laugh and I'm happy. And like, and, uh, it's just like a byproduct of existing at this point, you know? And, uh, and it used to not be that way when I was like, when I didn't love myself, when I was afraid of the world and I was like, what are they going to think of me and all this stuff. And now it's like, really, if you have a decent amount of self-love, like you're literally a light wherever you go, you make people feel better or you trigger people um, that like pain, but you know, you, you gen you'll generally have an expansive effect on people. Um, and, and it's, it's, it's magnetic. And this is what we need more of in the world. And if we had more self-love, we'd have less shit talk. We would have less, uh, yeah. and, and, uh, I'm trying to think of a word, I guess, prejudice, like prejudice in any form, whether it's just devaluing someone for characteristics of themselves, Yeah, you know? Um, yeah, because it's a lot of, a lot of it is, it's so much, pretty much all projection. It's projection of internal pain that people have. And that's one thing that getting hate comments every day has definitely shown me is <laughs> people just project whatever they want to see. But, but, but Max, how fantastic is it that you really, a part of, part of your work is you triggering people and that it's is so, amazing. I love it. You trigger I them. Love <laughs> I love, I love doing it, it feels, because I'm, it's, it would be one thing if I was triggering people by like, uh, being a hateful person, but I'm triggering people by being a really happy person. And so that's fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I hope you don't mind me bringing this up, Max, but I know, um, I think it was a couple of months back that you were sort yeah. of, um, somebody got in touch with you and, um, they were sort of questioning and talk, how dare you say this? How, how dare you claim this can be healed, which is a response that's, that, can be heard you know how dare you say that you, cancer can be cured and things like this and oh yeah and, I, I went viral kind of on youtube for it yeah yeah and and <laughs> i'm not just saying this by the way is it, it was handled well where it would have been easy for it to be a trigger situation if that makes sense yeah uh, because i remember just flicking on i think it was on instagram and i just it just turned on and i thought well i'm watching this for a reason because i've experienced yeah. the same yeah. And I think it's it's so important. That's when we show what we've learned and 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 being an example of why it works in a way. That yeah, right, sense. right. Embodying it rather than just regurgitating something that you heard or read. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I took that interview because I knew he was just going to be trying to grill me. But like if if people were listening that could get something out of the message, then I was happy to happy to help. But yeah, yeah. And that's we that's where, you, where everyone, everybody in the world's capable of that being a great example in, you know, any sort of adversity. Things show themselves up for what they are. Mm -hmm. But what I wanted to come back to a little bit is because when we talked about coming out of that victim state, really, we've talked about it already a little bit, is triggers that will happen. And, and I... Uh, and and I talk about it like when we're when we're going into a healing process, it's very much like opening a door that can't be shut once it's opened. We've said, yeah, I want to open that door. I want to do it. I want to go for it. And then the universe, like you say, is going to bring what is needed to help us, be that lessons, connections around us. So it, maybe if you could talk with us, we've had a few experiences ourselves of what those triggers can look like as well. You know how, how they can yeah. make you feel and how, and how they help you most importantly yeah triggers are amazing 
So anybody that's listening and any resistance that you have towards triggers, I, I encourage you to um, change your, your point of view and invite triggers and enjoy them because your triggers show you where you lack healing, where you, where you have resistance in your body. And that resistance can, it can mean whether it's health dysfunctions, uh, accelerated aging, um, struggles with money, struggles with relationships, attracting the wrong people, whatever, like if your triggers are coming up, it's a really great opportunity to clear those energetic blocks so that you can have a better life in every way. So triggers are great. Um, they look like many different things. Uh, the prop, the one that comes up most is probably from other people, other people, you know, so many people that, Oh, I hate people. I can't stand people, people in this generation, whatever, blah, blah, blah. um, people probably trigger people the most. Um, it, it feels it's when you're experiencing something that you don't like. Uh, one of my teachers says, you, it's never that you don't like an experience. It's that you don't like what comes up inside of you. And so that's really what triggers are. It's something's coming up inside of you that you don't like and you want to blame it on someone else. You know, maybe that other person is totally stepping on your toes. Maybe they're totally over the line. It doesn't matter. If you're getting triggered, it's your fault. So we want to be able to clear these these reaction mechanisms and what's basically happening is you have this protection this protection wall that's coming up inside of you to maintain equilibrium and how things need to be we've decided that everything needs to be this way and if not then everything's going to unravel and we'll just our life will be a shit pile or whatever and so yeah. we, have, we have triggers to protect us kind of yeah. we're, we're trying to protect ourselves right but like if something if somebody is Maybe people like don't like being used, and we're going to do a clearing in a few minutes for like to like resolve these little triggers, because where we won't let go of the things that trigger us is where we have this like mental grip, where we're holding on to tension patterns and we can't change it. And so it doesn't matter how many energy healing sessions or therapies or combo treatments or whatever that you do, you don't let go of that mental grip, you're not going to change. Spot on, right? So that's what, I mean, I've, I've even talked to people that do multiple ayahuasca trips, like massive ayahuasca experiences, and they don't change because they can't let go of something that won't allow them to relax. I mean, yeah, that's very relevant. Yeah. So like there's, it's what, that's why we should be really grateful for our triggers because it's showing you where you're holding on to tension. So, um, it comes a lot from people. It might come from like world affairs. It's when your expectations aren't met, you can get triggered. Um, when you feel attacked, um, if someone is attacking you and you feel like 0.5% of you thinks that it might be true, you have to erect this wall. Like, well, that's not true. I'm not a bad person. Um, I'm not an angry person. I'm not a an undesirable person, whatever you got to protect yourself and you get triggered by it and you, uh, instead of accepting it and allowing it in like, Oh, interesting. They have this point of view about me. Okay. So like whatever it is that someone's telling you, if you're trying to protect yourself against it, then you're, you're going to create tension and you're going to get triggered and you're going to create more dysfunction. Um, people also don't probably one of the most common things is they don't have the capacity to hold space for other people's let's call it psychic trash <laughs> or other people's emotions. They don't have the capacity to hold space for it. And so when we're full, 
energetically we're full. We don't have any, any more room. Right. And then somebody comes up to me with some heavy stuff that I'm like, no, get out of here with that. I can't do that. Cause I'm already full. And I, it's cause you can't hold space. You're lacking compassion because you're already at capacity with dealing whatever you're dealing with. But effectively you're giving your pain to someone else when you're doing that. Yeah. And that's not really fair to people. Yeah. Absolutely. Like what you don't, what, what you don't heal, what you don't heal, you mirror, don't you? If you don't heal something as a facilitator and yeah. somebody that's holding space, if you don't do the work on you, um, that you can then seep into their distortion, their illusion, and you then become part of that. And that's why you you have to observe. One of the greatest things we had to learn is learning to observe. And you learn that by observing self and therefore you're holding space. But really what comes to my mind by what you've just said there is, is also about taking personal responsibility. Mm -hmm. It's taking self responsibility. I think that's a big thing that's happening, needing to happen in the world is owning your own shit. Sorry for swearing, but really look in that mirror and stop blaming everybody else for your crap and take responsibility. But it's okay. I'll be here to support you. I'm here, you know, if you need me, but I'm not here to do the work. I'm not here to rescue you. You've got to do the work yourself. I know it's hard. And that's where when we talk about healing the sacred feminine energies where they've over-nurtured, over-protected, and really where the father energy needs to come in and say, no, hold, take responsibility, own your own crap, Mm. look in that mirror, face it with strength and love, and know that you're not on your own, but take self-responsibility is the biggest thing at the moment i feel stop blaming everybody else yeah exactly for your crap yeah and that's and that's what victims will do they'll look outside and they'll and it's everything else is the problem i can't i can't be at peace right now because of this or that or this situation you know one of my favorite things i've heard is if you have the will to do something you'll you'll find a way otherwise you'll find an excuse yeah. And, and as also a, a, to cap the thing about triggers, like I want to say sometimes triggers can be sneaky. It's not always as obvious as like you have a really visceral emotional reaction. So like another way that they come up a lot of the time is with cravings. Cravings for food, cravings for smokes, cravings for TV, uh, cravings for, oh, I need to go party, you know, like whatever. People have different leanings towards what they crave. But when you're having what's happening is something's coming up in your body that's uncomfortable to you and you want to satiate yourself with something external where what what I would say is if you if you really feel strongly attached to indulging your cravings so that you can like let the ego rest like, okay, allow yourself to to schedule it in your mind so you can do it later. But before you do that thing that would satiate the craving first, let's balance the internal cause of the craving, which is some kind of internal tension that's coming up, right? It's like this jittery feeling of like, I don't like this. I don't like this feeling. Um, it's like the same, it's like stereotypical thing. The thing that would make someone want to smoke a cigarette, they start feeling an edge, right? You feel on edge. That's triggers coming up. That's emotional shit, energetic blocks coming up. Your body's trying to release it. And then you want to be comfortable. So you're like, nope. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So if, if we can expand with that feeling, we can change it. 
that's what happens with obesity and, and you mm -hmm. find people it's another trigger with a lot of people particularly in the uk using the word fat uh, you know the obesity is being ripe i don't know what it's like in america but i know that when we talk about trauma uh, that people will use low vibrational foods to pad the trauma that's within them and yeah, they will use sure. things like food to it's like a padding and the fat is the padding it tries to protect don't come near me i'm yeah, padding I'm, I'm eating all this ice cream and chocolate and sugar and wine all this i'm padding that trauma and actually yeah. like you said max if you're willing to sit with that emotion and process it and connect you wouldn't be then drawn to things like smoking and drugs and uh, drink alcohol that really only masks and pads the trauma that really has been triggered. Yeah. Right. Right. And so it's, it's, it's kind of purifying the physical allows the stuff to come up. But then when we purify um, spiritually and energetically is when we actually allow ourselves to feel that. And now it can actually leave on a spiritual level, on an energetic level. But yeah, and that's the food stuff is like, it's super numbing. It's super numbing to eat a bunch of food. I mean, just go, you know, do, I've been doing a three day fast every month. You know, you fast for a few days, you start feeling things like really fucking intensely. So, <laughs> and it's uh, <laughs> like, it gets really intense, right? And then as soon as you eat food, it's like, everything is a lot easier to deal with. I don't know, you're, what well, partly because you're more grounded, but especially if you're eating like junk food, it's numbing, man. Like you can't even feel what's going on. And it's, there's, there's comfort obviously in that because you don't have to feel, you don't have to experience, <laughs> but yeah, you guys wanted uh, to, uh, you want to talk about psychosomatic. Um, yeah. Um, I just where I want to sort of round off the, um, little bit, a lot of the subject we talked about the victim side is, yeah. is the sort of results that can come of that. And, and, um, what I've seen a lot of is the the realization that you're not on your own, that that we're all doing this together and for each other as well. And once we start to open up that vulnerability and let go, you start connecting with some wonderful people in your life as well that have been on tough journeys and that you can resonate with on a really deep, you know, have real conversations, not the surface, mm -hmm. not this mm -hmm. script connection. Yeah, real connection and 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 really for me it's put really well it's the hero's journey and you see that in a lot of um in books in 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 okay films as well where ultimately the hero faces his shadow at some point to become who he's meant to be or she's yeah. meant to be yeah and um, it's the hero's journey and I, I always feel that's a wonderful way to put it so if anybody's listening you know you're gonna get there and you're not on your own nobody's ever on their own and 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 that mm -hmm. can be i feel part of that victim side is when people get themselves in that Separation. place that very dangerous when they feel alone is when the real dangerous stuff starts to come in yeah so. definitely i mean and, and rightfully so like if you're feeling if you're disconnected from everything you should feel alone because you're yeah you're shutting everything out like you're you you've unplugged yourself so it's it's not our natural state we're supposed to be connected to everything. We're supposed to live much longer, healthier, happier lives because we're supposed to be expansively connected with our, with our energy, with our consciousness. 
and we get disconnected. And so it's perfectly reasonable that people would feel sad or out of sorts because they've become disconnected. Not really their fault uh, in that maybe it hasn't been shown to them yet. We live in a, in a world that teaches us separation and victimhood. That's kind of the default way of being. And so we have to yeah. uh, you go your own way in this video game and seek out those quests that are going to teach you the, the higher level abilities so that you can be more connected. Because even a lot of people that talk about this stuff don't embody it and aren't going to take you there. And, and that, that for me is the, that's the word embodying and in embodying love as well that was mentioned. Um, you know, it's a journey. Uh, I just want to mention uh, one of our friends who's listening in. She says she's just ordered some fast food and she was trying to cancel it after talking with us. <laughs> so this conversation is having a positive effect. <laughs> it's making, making her think. Uh, yeah, that really made me smile. That so. I mean, I, yeah. I talk, Chris. I just want to just want to say as well it, when you talk about embodiment, is I did a, a writing on it, and it's all about living the practice. We've got to live the practice. We've got to walk our talk, talk our walk, whatever, however you want to say it. <laughs> you got you got to live the practice. You know, as healers, as facilitators, whoever you want to call yourself, you've got to live the practice. You've got to practice what you preach. At the end mm. of the day, it's not easy. It, it, Again, I'm using the wrong word. It can It is easy. It's going to be effortless. It'll be amazing yeah. when you get into challenges. It. Are okay. There's nothing wrong with challenges. <laughs> Doesn't mean it has to be hard. Yeah. 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 And uh, so what we're going to do now is um, we're just going to in this part. Um, Max is going to do a bit of a uh, experiment just to close off at the end. He's, he's really kindly offered to do that um, in this talk. But we're going to just throw a few symptoms here, what um, uh, people can uh, experience um, and sort of energetically, Max, what uh, quite often that symptom can be telling you about what's going on with you. So we'll sort of take start first. You can start first if you like, Stephen. <laughs> right. My, my only sort of condition that I've got is shoulder, neck that's that's the big thing i know energetically that i'm trying to work on the neck and it used to give me really terrible headaches but not anymore as i've been doing some energetic work on myself but definitely my neck and my shoulder coming at the back there coming here and my neck so they're my main concerns so what what does that mean okay well there's there's a couple of different levels of looking at it uh, on we can do a very kind of a simple overview level of it's where the mind is. If we're accumulating a lot of tension in this area, then there's a lot of presence of your awareness in this area. Uh, like if you're needing to control something or you're needing to get ahead of something, you know, you live, your mind is living in the future and you're, you're trying to overanalyze things. For example, you can accumulate a lot of tension up here. Um, we see this a lot in Qigong practice. If someone's mind is is not in their heart or in their lower Dantian, then then they'll get really, really, really tight up here. And so it's because the mind is too high. We need to lower it, right? It also lowers the blood pressure when we lower the mind in the body. Um, so so that's a very simple look, way of looking at it. It's like, where is your mind occupying space in your body? Um, and, you know, if it were something like lower back oriented, then Maybe like, where are you feeling unsupported or where are you taking on so much weight uh, that you're, you're overexerting your support system? 
Um, so mm -hmm. it, this, these things can have very literal correlations with like how you might think the body works or how the psycho psychology might interface with it. Um, now, as far as your specific stuff with your shoulder and your neck, and you said you get headaches sometimes, um, can help me a little bit more if you tell me a, a couple more details about where you might have imbalances. Uh, like where is your health, uh, your body, you would like it to dial it in a little bit better right now? Well, kind of symptoms wise, if uh, any physical symptoms, symptoms wise, the, yeah, like sleep issues, well, skin issues. Oh, no. Oh, skin issues. I suffer uh, uh, a bit of psoriasis. And oh, also, um, I've been on and off palpitations, these extra heartbeat palpitations. So they're the other two things that I get. Got it. Okay. So what I would probably look at for your shoulder and, and neck. So there's two elements in Chinese medicine that, that are generally correlated with the, uh, the tension being up here. And there's wood and metal. So wood would be wood element is I'm dominant wood energy. Most of my health problems have been wood energy, you know, tinnitus, sciatica, acne, um, was getting spasms for a while. It was just like wood energy is too much stress and tension in the body. It's because mm. we're, um, maybe fixated on an outcome. Wood can be very outcome based, uh, very hyper masculine type A personality. Uh, you need to have things work out a certain way. It's hard for you to do anything without expectations <laughs> of how it's going to work out. So yeah, so that's, that's me. Okay. So that's, uh, that's wood. And it's, and it's also like pretty common that you, in addition to having tension up here, you would also have like lower back stuff acting up. Um, just because you, you mm -hmm. tend to see that a lot in wood. It's kind of like you think about a tree and the tree needs to have strong roots um, and if the tree, if there's something that's wrong with the health of the tree, then the, the entire structural integrity of the tree is going to suffer. Um, yeah. so it's, it has to do with frustration, anger, stress, and to get to balance that we want to get out of really the mental attachment to having an outcome oriented lifestyle. And it's like, you can have, not to say that you, you don't, you shouldn't have uh, good goals for yourself that you're working towards. But if you're beating yourself up because you're falling short of what you would like or you're putting all this pressure on yourself to meet a goal and you're another thing would be like living in the future all the time, like your mind is living in the future all the time. When people are thinking about the future a lot, you can actually look and they'll lean forward. They're like they're like this. They're like mm. trying to get ahead of things, trying to brace themselves for something that's happening. And so the mind's going into the future and literally the body comes this way. <laughs> So wow. you, you want to be happy and, you know, like, let, let yourself be happy. That's one of the ways that we can start balancing the wood energy. Uh, another way is physical exercise, heavy physical exercise, like something that really like, like weightlifting or something that's just going to like leave you sweating and breathing heavy, like really heavy exercise is really helpful for moving that energy in the body. Um, that's wood energy fire for your heart palpitations that's most likely affected by your wood because wood generates fire um fire when you see imbalances with fire people can get really flushed in the skin they can get uh rashes or hives they can get heart issues um irregularities with their heartbeat stuff like that they could even have like all the way to tachycardia 
or something where their, their heart's really acting up and it's, and it's a really scary problem. Um, commonly also seen as insomnia, sleep issues. Um, you can either sweat way too much or never sweat. If you have a fire imbalance. Yeah, I sweat just I, I sweat too much, but I've sorted my sleep issues out because meditation. I meditate yeah. every single night for an hour, and that's awesome. that helps sort of my about it's three, fantastic. four years ago. That sorted my insomnia out. That meditation every night. Cool. Okay. Good. Good. Glad to hear, man. Um, so yeah, probably for it sounds like this stuff's originating in the wood. So the wood would be what you want to work on balancing the most and really like some of the, the most simple things like where are you just woods all about succeeding in like business right like some of the most successful competitive countries in the world you could classify as wood type energy uh so it's like where are you attached to this maybe competition with yourself or um you can't act from the heart you can't you know, just be present for the experience without expectations, without a deadline, without whatever, and just be here for the experience, for the connection. Cause that also disconnects you when you have an expectation. Like I saw this when I started doing healing sessions, like if I had an expectation that the person had to get a good result, I wouldn't be in my heart and I wouldn't be well connected with them. Mm. So it's really like this so simple, but this like, where am I attached to things need to work out this exact way? And breathe it out. <sighs> wow, amazing! Stop. You told you told all my stories, but you just you just read my energy, and everybody's heard it. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Um, yeah, so it's interesting. Um, uh, do you know some of the stuff you've said tonight? Uh, I feel like I've received a little bit here. At some point, when you were talking about, particularly about tension, I was like. Is he reading me a little bit here? <laughs> you know what's going on. Um, but actually, it's interesting what Stephen's done because I was going to come up with something fictitious to throw out there, but I think he's gone the right way in, in keeping it real, really keeping it real with actually stuff that's going on with us. Um, so I'm going to go there as well. And yeah. I, now I, I have at the moment what, what I uh, experience is in my right knee yeah um a pain in my right knee that's uh and also i'm experiencing a lot of cramp with that in my feet mm, okay really strong feelings of cramp and that knee problem's been going on for about six months on and off and it can disappear and reappear so both of those would be associated with uh feeling like you're moving in the right direction in your life and um I think the knees also there's something with uh like how much weight you're putting on yourself moving forward like how much weight you're you're putting into each step as you move forward in your life um it's also elementally it could be wood because wood also affects the joint muscles and tendons and it could be uh what i was thinking the most was earth when you were saying that because earth element is is obviously your connection with the earth being grounded having that connection with um, the earth energy underneath us being connected to this 3d plane and where you can get in trouble with that, um, being removed from this lower section of your body would be, um, thinking too much, yeah. using your brain too much and 
know, our joints are meant to outlive us. If we're having joint problems, we're doing something very out of balance. So yeah. uh, we want to find where we're disconnected from that point. And you said it's right, right foot also? Um, no, it could come on the left, the, the cramp side, but it is just the right knee, only the right knee. Right yeah. knee and left foot cramp? Foot is getting the cramp, and it's sometimes like going to my toes. I've been getting this weird, like, pulsing in my toes as well. Okay. That's recent, yeah. Okay, so that... It would be either wood or uh, earth. Earth or wood is usually when we're talking about stress and tension, you know, a lot of tightness in the body that's related to wood. And then earth is your uh, earth can really affect everything. Are you having digestive issues? Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, bowel issues in the intestinal yeah. stuff. Okay. Yeah, so earth rules digestion. Digestion begins in the mouth. How's your check in with your jaw right now how does your jaw feel um well as soon as you said it i wouldn't have thought it but i could feel a bit of tension in my yeah. jaw okay so it starts Straight with digesting away. thoughts but you yeah. had ear problem didn't you chris and you and i said to you i did an opa candle treatment and i said you know because do you grind your teeth because that tmj you've got that problem in your gum your jaw at the top didn't you and he said your ears hurting and i said it's coming from your jaw TMJ, yeah, I mean that's that's textbook earth imbalance, right? So you you it sounds like you have wood and earth going on, Chris. Um, yeah, earth being the dominant thing from what you're telling me right now, yeah. but it starts with you know how do we fix it? Empty the head. Start with that. <laughs> and we can replace the 3D world around us with the logic of the mind. Yeah, like making sense of things, uh, trying to trying to get kind of a mental grip on like how things work, um, and 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 I can easily do this too a lot. Like I, I still tell people, have people tell me like you're thinking too much about things, but like emptying the head so that you can come more deeply into your body, into your especially like lower dantian area down here. Yeah, you know, for you doing meditations where you're centering your awareness down here would be really beneficial for you. Um, yeah. and you know, even maybe in your next combo ceremony, really focus on just bringing your awareness fully down there. Um, you need to be able to feel peace in your body, regardless of what other people are doing. Cause that's really something where earth people get messed up is they need harmony between other people or they they need other people to sort of meet their conditions, uh, welfare wise. Like you need everybody to be on a certain level of like health or happiness or whatever before you can feel like you have the permission to have peace in your body and that's where yeah. earth has to be kind of right. an asshole and put themselves first regardless of how other people are feeling because yeah because otherwise you're kind of like you have astral cords connected to other people's fields and you're working on healing other people all the time at your own expense you can understand absolutely all of that yeah. Yeah. So we want to come deeper into the body, out of the head, feel peace in your body. One physical activity you can do to balance your earth is singing. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> be told, Chris. <laughs> I have been told. I do I do, do a little bit <laughs> in our ceremonies. Yeah, you know, yeah. bust out an old Danny boy and and have fun <laughs> with it. 
really get into it, but that that, that can help you. Uh... It's, it's interesting you say that, Max, and I'll share this with everyone. I'm going to share is I found myself the last couple of days when I'm doing things by myself, just singing without mm-hmm. realizing. I'm saying, where did this come from? Where does this just just singing? You know, you know, I'm doing tidying up, or what uh. I'm doing, or I'm in my car. So it's interesting you bring that up. Something's trying to balance. Let yeah. yourself let so, yourself sing. Um, as always, the mental attachments are always the biggest thing. So, like, where you're attached to other people doing okay before you can let yourself feel peace. Because for Earth to be balanced, it really needs to be able to feel peace. You need to be able to feel fully in your body and connected with the Earth underneath you. And just that simple thing, you know, I would also say uh, practice some Qigong because that can really help, especially with like when people have blocks in their feet. I think probably if you did one or two Qigong sessions, your foot, your foot would be fine. Yeah. Um, from what you said, I think that that would, cause like sometimes if I'm going, if I'm undergoing a lot of stress, I'll have really weird stuff happen to me. Like my eyelid will start twitching or I'll, I'll have some kind of like really weird, um, like I've had, I've, I've gotten tendonitis in my thumb before because I'm like, I'm, I'm just working too much on my phone. And then I, I just do a Qigong session and it's completely reset. Whereas yeah. it would have persisted for weeks or months if I didn't do that. So it, it can be a really valuable reset to open your channels and get deeper into the body. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Yeah. yeah I, so I would get barefoot, that. get out in the grass and go have fun. Yeah. I love doing that, especially when uh, we're coming into the, just touching on like the springtime summer and I like to go on the beach and get my mm-hmm. feet in the water and feel the earth. So just amazing. Amazing. Thanks so much for, for sharing that with us, Max. And Yeah, um, sure. So well, everything that just came up in your system, all of yeah. this, any little resistances that just came up, let yourself feel it. Mm-hmm. Let yourself feel how attached you are to other people need to be perfect and hunky dory before you can be okay how attached you are to thinking you understand reality because that's the that's the mind wanting to dominate it's the head and everywhere that you feel attached to this old way of being that's brought you so much stress and dysfunction it's causing digestive problems and all this shit everywhere you don't want to uh process experiences that have happened recently breathe it out and let your energy field change. It's very simple. You can make changes very quickly. You just need to relax, become aware, and let it go. So true. Um, yeah, so much gratitude for that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for sharing you that. Uh, I feel really warm now. I'm overheating. <laughs> like, go. Whoa. I get very warm. <laughs> Okay, so uh, for this last part, um, I just want to say, Max, once again, thanks for sharing your time with us. I know you're very, very busy uh, doing lots of stuff and, and traveling, so it's always appreciated you coming here and sharing this space with us. And I'm going to just ask you to, to I'm going to hand over to you for this final part, if that's okay. Yeah, sure. Okay, so we'll do a we'll do a little clearing meditation for everyone that, Everyone that wants a little energetic activation and to actually experience what we've been talking about. It's very simple getting deeper into the body, but we have to let the mind step out of the way. And so give yourself five minutes. We'll we'll make it pretty quick, but 
just give yourself the permission to get fully present, let go of whatever you have to do. Um, if you're driving, pull over and, and just let yourself be in stillness for this next few minutes. Let go of all your mental attachments that would take you away from the present. Start to quiet the mind. Just become aware and start feeling what's in your body. And there's no wrong way to do it. Just let yourself start becoming more aware. Because how we heal is we build awareness. And this awareness allows us to change. So feel what's here, feel what's coming up in your body. I'm going to take you through some clearing statements to clear uh, tension patterns that are in your body, that are in your energy system. And so you might, you'll probably have resistance to a lot of these things that I'm going to say, and that's okay. What I will remind you is that we create, we manifest, we magnetize with not our words, but with our emotional charges. Okay, if, if our words created everything, then affirmations would fix all of our problems, but it's the emotional charges that really create reality. So we wanna be able to clear these emotional charges where we have resistance so that we can change our lives for the better and allow more healing into our bodies. So I'm gonna say statements. Um, these are meant to bring up emotions in your body and allow things to come up so that you can release them. So when you say the statement, say it with meaning, say it with feeling and observe what surfaces in your body. And just like we were talking about in the beginning, fully let yourself experience it. Don't run from it. Just let yourself be here and you'll experience more healing than maybe you've allowed for yourself in many years. So breathe, relax. For best results, you can sit up straight. You can put your hands on your knees or on your lap, just relax and feel. Now I'm gonna say statements, just repeat after me. I want to be controlled. I want to be blamed. I want to be used. I want for all my plans to fail. I want to be a failure and feel everything that's coming up in your body with this, all this tension, any heaviness that's surfacing and fully welcome it in. Let yourself be okay with it. And for some of you, just saying the statements releases a lot. If you're feeling heaviness come up in your body, that's also good. And feel it and breathe it out. Let it go. When you breathe out, breathe out the mouth. It's a lot more effective for clearing. Next, I want to be rejected. 
I want to feel unsafe. I want to be a victim. I want everything to be hard. I want to feel totally alone. I want to be totally alone forever. It's a good one. The more tension comes up, the better it is for you. <laughs> and everything that's coming up right now, let it in, let it, let yourself sit comfortably with it. Let yourself sit comfortably with the idea of being alone forever and rejected by everyone. <laughs> And one more, I want to be judged. And breathe it out. Notice what's changing in your body. Are you getting warmer? Are you getting colder? Are you getting lighter? Next, I want to be abandoned. I want to lose all my money. I want to be homeless. I want for people that I care about to suffer. Yeah, good. I like putting myself before everybody else. <laughs> yeah, let the tension come up. And breathe out. Okay. Got a couple more. I want to lose all control. I want to have my pet peeves triggered. <laughs> I want everything to be in chaos. I want to lose everything I care about. And breathe. <sighs> breathe out all the tension, all the heaviness. So what's coming up if you feel tension is where there's emotional charges and resistance to where you were actually magnetizing what you did not want. One more. I want to be overwhelmed by people. I want to be completely vulnerable. I 
I want for others to take advantage of me. I want for others to screw me over. I want to be stupid and wrong. I don't want to protect myself anymore. And feel what's coming up. And breathe it out. Now we just cleared a lot of energy. Feel what's changing. Feel what's present with you. Now we're just going to put in some love. So let yourself feel love. If, you, if it's hard for you to feel love for yourself, think about someone or something that you love very much that, feels, that fills you with all of that really strong love energy. And feel it in your body right now for yourself. I fully love my body. I fully love myself. I fully love my life. And let your body fill up with love. And let every cell, all of your trillions of cells, be nourished by this love field that you're cultivating in this moment. And I fully allow myself to align with my joy. And smile and expand. Expand your awareness around you. Let yourself take up space unapologetically. And be fully here for the experience. Welcome back to your body. <laughs> How are you feeling? Y'all are muted. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, I feel amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's getting really warm here. I feel energized now. Yeah, I was triggered a couple of times. I thought, oh, I don't yeah, like that yeah, feeling. Yeah, it was coming that's up. Good. That's good. It was like memories, mem- memory, memories were coming back from uh-huh. where I feel that emotion. Uh-huh. I thought, oh, I could feel that I could feel that coming up my back. So I thought, oh good. really good, good yeah. powerful technique. Very powerful. And this is uh this is uh, those are some of the best ones, the most triggering ones that they, they bring stories and memories with them, and you feel it moving through your body and you know, and this is people will clear chronic pains just with this little exercise. So it's you find you you can feel like, oh, I didn't realize my mind was gripping onto that. I didn't realize like that was a protection that I had. And so it's what 
when you say this stuff, it, it can come up and, oh, now I can let it go because now I can be aware of it. Now I can feel it. Felt that with a few of the statements, almost like a grip on my shoulders, yeah. like somebody who's gripping my shoulders. And <laughs> <laughs> I thought, oh, where's that going? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice, guys. Nice. So, yeah, hopefully yeah. that was helpful to you. And uh, it was a little bit enlightening. It helps you live a easier next month or year. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's it's really amazing tonight and uh, i know what we've experienced personally as well and there's a couple of people commenting on our feed just amazing and that was brilliant and so they've done it along with us uh, along with you there max and experienced a lot so just thank you so much uh, for what you shared with us it's always a pleasure to speak with you every time it's always uplifting and you know when we're talking this way with our guests our friends on it that we made over the years it's it's always energizing as well feel like mm -hmm. you could leap a building after no yeah problem. good <laughs> yeah same i feel the same way with you guys yeah it's amazing so if anybody listening if you want to connect with max um you can check him out his facebook page i will post his website link as well he's also on tiktok always uplifting stuff i always find myself sometimes i wake up like four in the morning over here and i'll just flip on my phone which really shouldn't be near me when i'm sleeping but it is uh, and next minute, Max is doing one of his lives. And I think, why have I, I've woke up, I brought myself back at this moment to connect with this live feed. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, you can check that out. And also check us out the Purple Mountain and, and click and subscribe, uh, support us and share it out there. That's what we're doing. We want to share this this truth and walking, uh, talking with uh, like-minded souls so we can share this this love, this experience, and just expand and expand and expand more and more. So thanks so much, everybody, for listening to us and, and sharing this space. And thanks once again, Max. Thank you so much. And can't wait to talk again. Mm -hmm. Yes, ditto. Yeah. Love, to, love connecting with you guys. Thank you. Okay. Thanks a lot, everyone. Lots of love. Mm -hmm.